one of the few ways you can get rid of that fat for good and just overall be healthy and put your lower risk for uh, chronic disease. Or if you already have a chronic disease, your chronic disease will get better. Welcome back to Fantabulous Circe Health Pod. Today we are continuing on with part two of our weight loss podcast. Stay tuned for more exciting tips and tricks. Can't wait to share them. Ready to go? Yep. Um, the, the other thing that I'm, we constantly hear and we we see this even, even with our patients, we tell them, don't worry about this, don't worry about it. But yet they say, because the, they say, no, 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 I have to go exercise because it'll make it'll help me lose weight. And no matter how much we tell them, we are a small little, you know, pip in the in the ocean of media, uh, you know, yelling and screaming, saying exercise to lose weight, exercise to lose weight. Let's start. Let's start talking about talking about that part. So exercise, of course, is wonderful and we would never tell you not to exercise. But exercise is wonderful, mostly for your heart health, your mental health. Honestly, even your gut health, um, mm -hmm. it, it affects all parts of your body. If you, I like to think of exercise as moving the blood faster through your body. So the, your blood flow, which carries oxygen, goes to all parts of your body. So it basically wakes up the rest of your body and keeps it healthy, um, prevents it from getting creaky and old. <laughs> um, so that's what I think about. I don't really think about exercise with weight loss. Now, that sounds crazy, I'm sure, to most people. Um, of course, yes, it does, because uh, in some way, um, when you exercise, it helps increase your metabolic rate, your basal metabolic rate. Uh, you burn some calories. But in the grand scheme of things, um, when you look at changing your diet versus exercising, exercise only contributes about 10 to 20%. Yep. Uh, if, mm -hmm. if you only exercise and don't change your diet, you're not going to see much of a difference. The biggest bang for your buck is to change your diet and exercise. Mm. Um, I mean, in so many ways, not just the actual extra calories that you burn with exercise, but just you feel better and that helps you lose weight too. Your mental health, uh, you sleep better, which is huge with weight loss, which we didn't even really yes. talk about. Mm -hmm. um, we'll, I guess, talk about that in another no, we can podcast. Finish. We can talk a little bit yeah, about that. I can talk a little bit about that. Or just, now? Just, yeah, sure. Go ahead. Okay, talk I'll talk about it now. So um, this is something that I recently learned. I think maybe in med school we weren't taught about it no. enough. Of course, sleep is important for many reasons, but it's actually very important for weight loss. Um, I won't get too technical, but basically when you don't sleep well, um, there there's more stress hormone floating around. There's it's uh, The stress hormone is called, one of the stress hormones, the main one is called cortisol. And too much cortisol floating around in your body uh, makes you hold on to weight, and it slows down your metabolism. So um, too much cortisol is bad, and, and lack of sleep or lack of quality sleep causes too much cortisol floating around. So um, sleep is super important. And sometimes, again, going back to the, like, one change, if you make one change, um, you know, other than soda, you say, okay, I'm just going to sleep better, I'll dedicate, you know, an extra two hours a night for sleep. You'll, you'll definitely, I guarantee, we guarantee that you'll see weight loss that way. And it seems kind of crazy. Yeah, but I just want to caution people about the sleep part. Uh, we don't mean oversleep. So in other words, you know, you take, yeah. uh, you know, eight or nine hours of sleep in the night. And then in the afternoon, say, oh, yeah, you know what? I just have my lunch. I'm going to sleep for some mm. time. That yeah, part a... is not good. The reason for that is um, you just ate 
and if you and unfortunately i'm also guilty of that sometimes you know if i've had uh, you know carb heavy meal i feel sleepy and i just take a nap but that's not good for you it really is not because what lands up happening is you're not moving any of your organs you're basically telling your organ systems to go ahead and absorb as much of the nutrients as possible um, when you're sleeping so cuz our body's not doing anything else why not just absorb the stuff right so it just pulls up as much of the nutrition as possible from the food and next thing you know you're you're not losing weight or in fact you might be gaining weight so caution about the the sleep part uh, i think what dr jenny is talking about is night sleep afternoons yeah. especially after lunch or something we would highly recommend do not sleep um, you can take a nap but not soon after eating maybe in the uh, like couple of hours after digestion you feel ah uh, you know um, um, i was reading a book i'm feeling drowsy i'll just sleep for 15 minutes that's that's different or a half an hour that's different um, but not immediately after after eating um moving on what was the next thing uh, yeah exercise so we did talk about the fact that exercise is not really conducive for weight loss or or um sorry exercise is not really um the only thing that you can do to weight, lose weight right now i our patients or our clients exercise in conjunction with their diet rather than just weight loss through exercise alone so i'm i'm very happy that you know, people are actually you know paying attention to this and and uh, moving away from just exercise 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 of course exercise is good we we should exercise every you know prefer- preferably every day um So I think that's that we've talked about cardio did we talk about cardiovascular versus weight I mean it's No you want to dive right in Yeah sure go ahead you, Oh you You want me to okay, Would you sure, like sure, to dive sure. right Okay in? I will I will So um I think uh, Dr Jenny kind of did talk about the fact that you know blood is moving faster and that's typically in cardiovascular exercise where you know think of it as removing all the gunk and and bringing all the bad stuff to the you know for for it to be flushed out With weight training is slightly different phenomena what what i would consider like a almost like a, a residual effect so when you train your big muscles especially let's say you know for people who don't exercise regularly and we i think we have some videos on specifically on this which is talking about what kind of exercises can people who are not really used to exercising do um and uh, you'll have to watch those or listen to those no i don't think we have a podcast we have not some yet. videos we'll make a podcast specifically for people who don't really exercise on a daily basis what kind of exercises they should do however just to give a cheat sheet exercise the biggest muscles in your body by biggest muscles i mean not your chest muscles actually your thigh muscles and your glute uh, glutes are really big muscles if you exercise them what lands up happening is they have a after burn effect so in other words you know they are consuming a lot of energy from your body So in the energy consumption itself they will start using up your fat reserves number 1 number 2 even after you stop exercising it's like a it's like a, a stone falling down a mountain they're still wanting to you know you consume a lot of energy so they will continue doing that an hour or two hours past your exercise time so that's great isn't it i mean you're sitting you you've exercised you you did some um, leg exercises now you're sitting and watching tv but your leg exercise as actually is actually continuing to help you lose weight isn't that wonderful yeah. it is okay. and and i just want to throw in something for all the the women out there don't be afraid of weight exercises yes. i used to be like i didn't want to be you know um of course <laughs> i didn't want to be like this big muscle woman um which is not a it, not a bad thing um i just didn't want to because i already have genetically big shoulders i didn't want to make them look bigger anyway that's a whole other discussion but <laughs> 
Not for um, podcasts. Yeah, maybe for a psychiatry podcast. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, so um, studies have shown that women who do weight training as well as um, cardiovascular exercise uh, have a lower um, body mass index, uh, have a higher met- metabolic rate, mm-hmm. and of course, um, all the other benefits that go with exercise. So you don't have to worry about bulking up. It's all about lean muscle which looks beautiful, I think. So um, don't be afraid of weight training. You can probably get more bang for your buck with exercise if you add in some weight training. It doesn't have to be like huge giant weights. You can do body weight weight training. So um, squats and uh, leg lifts, bridges, mm-hmm. that sort of thing. Again, a topic for another day, yeah, but yeah. there's many options out there. Do you want to uh, talk about what uh, what um, metabolic rate is, increasing and decreasing metabolic rate? What, what does that mean to people? Yeah, I guess it's just a uh, thing about it as how fast your body is burning calories. So a lower metabolic rate means that it takes longer for your body to get rid of the calories that you've eaten. And a higher metabolic rate means that it it's fat, you know, essentially you can take in more calories because your body's used to burning more calories. Yeah. Um, and now, um, drum rolls please, the last uh, last part, right? How do you do the drum rolls here? Imagine us drum rolling. <laughs> okay. um, last but not least, the best way to lose weight immediately. Fasting? Fasting. Okay. <laughs> what do you mean fasting? No, fasting. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> um, again, as I mentioned earlier, please discuss with your doctor yes. because fasting is not for everybody. But if your doctor is okay with it, fasting is an excellent way to see results quickly and um, time, kind of getting a jump start on your weight loss journey. Um, and then like I've done, and uh, again, we'll have other podcasts related to fasting. It can become a way of life and not a way that seems crazy, like you fast all the time and you never eat for the rest of your life. That is not how I work. I still love food and I still eat probably more food than you do sometimes. But that kind of brings me to the point that fasting, we talked earlier about like how you eat and when you eat. Fasting is all about the timing. So, um, you know, the idea of intermittent fasting is to let your body rest for a certain period of time, usually 12 hours or more. Uh, during that time, you're only having water or um, tea or coffee without any milk or sugar, which has basically no calories. Or any or, other lemony drink or yeah, any lemon, kind of drink that has no sugar. That has no sugar in it and no sugar substitute either. Yeah. Um, so when I'm fasting, I have black coffee. I have uh, iced tea, which is just plain cold tea. I have my um, my fizzy water, my club soda, and, of course, regular water. So during that time, your body is not spiking up the insulin levels to burn off sugar because you're not consuming any sugar. So your body has time to concentrate on burning all that excess fat that's lying around, not just the fat that you might see on your arms and your belly, but actually fat that um, covers your internal organs, uh, which is very difficult to get rid of because uh, that's kind of the last place that your body goes to burn fat. And that internal organ fat is actually what can be most detrimental and uh, riskier down the line for for many metabolic problems like uh, diabetes, like heart disease, like stroke, the cancer, the list goes on. So Just you're, a FYI, people always wonder, you know, I'm skinny, how come I have uh, diabetes? And Dr. Jenny just alluded to that. Uh, so this, uh, uh, you know, the 
the visceral fat. The visceral fat that we call um, is actually uh, very detrimental to uh, metabolic dis disorders like diabetes. Yeah. So, um, so fasting is really one of the few ways you can get rid of that fat for good and just overall be healthy and put your lower risk for uh, chronic disease. Or if you already have a chronic disease, your chronic disease will get better. Um, so your body is resting and healing during this fasting period. And then when you do eat, when you do break your fast, um, you don't eat the whole world and eat, you know, 10,000 calories. That kind of defeats the whole purpose. But you eat a balanced meal with, you know, good carbs, um, unprocessed foods. And what I like to do is I like to kind of look forward to and plan what I'm going to eat later. So one quote that is not my own quote, but I think is a good rule of thumb. Someone once told me, delay, don't deny. So you're not saying, oh, I'm not going to have that um, vegan chicken sandwich or that, <laughs> that delicious dal and rice. I'll just have it later. I'll have it at five o'clock this evening. So if you're making food for your family, set a little bit aside for you, keep it in the refrigerator, and then heat it up later and just, you know, enjoy it when you have it later. Just want to add one thing, and that is, yes, we are very heavy on the plant-based stuff. And Dr. Jenny said, oh, plant-based chicken or, or dal and rice. But I want to tell you something secret. If you are a meat eater, that's okay. Keep it in the fridge. Like, uh, you know, you like <laughs> some... <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't like this, but uh, roasted chicken, whatever, I don't know, whatever, whatever eggs, meat you like, eggs or whatever you like, keep it aside. It is okay. This is a good transition. We always encourage people to transition. We are not the ones that will always say, my way or the highway. I'm sure there are people who love non-veg food and, you know, they should. I used to love non-veg food. Okay. They can eat it. Just keep it aside and eat it later. One other point I want to add besides this is. Um, fasting automatically equates in people's mind to eating less. That's not the case here. We are not saying eat less. We are just saying, if you want to eat the same amount, but eat it later. In a smaller in a, time period. In a smaller time period. Okay. Yeah, I actually have sat and counted my calories just for science <laughs> to see. And I still eat 1,400 to 1,800 calories in the four-hour window of time that I eat. So I'm still getting, I'm not starving myself. I'm still getting the same amount of nutrition, and I've also counted, you know, my fiber and my protein and that sort of thing, uh, and vitamins. Anyway, you're you're eating what your body needs just in a smaller period of time, so that's what's key. And also, what Ajoy was mentioning about if you eat meat and dairy, and um, of course it's okay. We're not going to judge you. Um, but what we think is good, another good fact about intermittent fasting is that it teaches you some to be more disciplined. Um, and so that can be carried over later on if you are so inclined to maybe start incorporating more plant-based food or less dairy or less oils or so on. Once you learn how to fast, you can also learn how to have a meatless Monday or a, or a wayless Wednesday or a French fryless Friday. See what <laughs> I did there? <laughs> On that note, is there anything else that we need to talk about or are we just going to keep talking about French fries? I'll just giving, start uh, giving out punny jokes because you're probably tired of listening to us at this point. But uh, just in summary, um, weight loss is a journey. It is not a um, something that's going to happen over time. In general, if you see a crash diet that promises you to lose 20 kilos in 10 days, you might, but it's probably going to come back on and even more so. So it's all about 
starting your journey and realizing you need to have something that you can stick with for the rest of your life. Otherwise, what's the point of having weight loss for a short period of time, uh, which is not healthy for your body? So just to hopefully a couple of the points we talked about today uh, will stick in your mind. Um, if not, you can always come back and listen to us again if, if you like. Or ask us questions. It's not, it's, yeah, you know, we're always just, here uh, for questions. Every podcast has uh, a link or go to our, if no, nothing else, just go to our website, www.sercihealth.com slash podcast. And you'll find the podcast underneath it. There is a comment section. Type your comments in. Simple as that. Um, so I guess that's that's pretty much it, right? Yeah, so I you. mean, just look forward yeah. to each of these categories in detail yes, in a separate correct, correct. podcast. We'll yeah. talk and hopefully answer more questions. Yeah, yeah. We'll talk right. more about fiber, more about protein, yeah. more about plant-based, of course, more about fasting, exercise. Yeah, yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. It'll be great. Thank you so much. <laughs> Thank Thanks. you. See you Bye. next time. We really hope you enjoyed our conversation. Can you think about one thing or an idea that you can start to introduce into your own life that will help make your life healthier and less stressful? If you enjoyed today's episode, we'd really appreciate it if you can take a few seconds to share the podcast with your friends and family. Thank you so much for listening. And always remember, your health is literally in your own hands. Making lifestyle changes is not an easy task, but we promise you will be aptly rewarded with a long, healthy, and disease-free life.